Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. You're listening to my podcast for my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Do yourself a favor and follow my website, theburningtruth.us. Watch the video live streams live during the radio show at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. And get my podcast or even consider becoming a premium subscriber for premium content separate from the radio show at caseythehost.podbean.com. Enjoy the show. First, we've got to talk about the St. Joseph County mask fine ordinance. This battle has continued to rage, and there is a there's an article that got published in the paper yesterday. It's a viewpoint article, which the viewpoint stuff is where people in the community can go ahead and uh, write something up and put it in the paper, and the paper is exonerated and all that stuff. But this is from uh, St. Joseph County Council members, and they're talking about why they opposed tabling the county mask fine ordinance. And I wanted to go and just read from this for all of you, and then we'll get into some of the other updates on the mask ordinance. Remember, St. Joseph County, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find businesses. They had originally tried to find individuals, too. So if you went out and you didn't wear a mask, they were going to give you a ticket. Uh, now, if you're if you're a business, what they want to do is find the business. The business is now responsible for enforcing the mask ordinance in the county. And it is interesting. The local news keeps telling me that Indiana and uh, local counties are having the worst surge in cases of the virus that they've ever had. And all of that happened after the mask ordinances went into place. I mean, I'm not saying that correlation is causation or anything, but I do find it quite interesting. Don't you? Of course you do. All right. We, the St. Joseph County Council members and authors of this viewpoint, were against kicking the mask fines ordinance down the road. We voted against tabling it at the October 13th public hearing. How did we get here? Well, because at the 11th hour, the Republican members of the council decided on their own to appeal to Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill, asking him to issue an advisory opinion on its constitutionality. There has been a question about the constitutionality of it, for the record. Uh, It is our understanding that the county commissioner's attorney, Jamie Wood, played a large role in drafting the legal portion of the ordinance, so it's unfortunate that an advisory opinion had not been sought during the drafting process. For the record, Hill did issue a non-binding advisory opinion when conservative Indiana legislators challenged Governor Eric Holcomb's plan to attach fines to his statewide mask mandate in July, and in in, in an Associated Press article, Hill stated that Holcomb would be overstepping his authority and that only the legislature could make violations a criminal offense. Now, this is them in the newspaper telling you they want to make not wearing a mask a crime. Just just for the record, just so we start off at the absolute bare minimum here. You have your foundational stuff. So this is literally paragraph three. Paragraph three, you have the people who wrote this. Uh, Joe Canarecci, Mark Katanzarite, Diana Hess, and Robert Krasinski Jr. We have them in this basically saying, yeah, we want to make it a crime to not wear a mask. Cool. Uh, In county government, the council is the legislative body. In a statement made to WVPE, St. Joseph County Health Officer Dr. Robert Eintert said, bottom line is more people are going to die than should die, and it is a, it's, 
as a consequence of them tabling the order. Uh, Dr. Eindertz does not know that. Dr. Eindertz is theorizing and guessing, and he has no data to theorize or guess that that would, would be the outcome here. Again, they're telling us that Indiana has reached the highest numbers of daily totals that it has ever had in Elkhart County and, and uh, in other counties here, highest numbers they've ever had. None of that happened until the mask mandate went into place. Now, I, I want to take you just back in time, all right? Just want to take you back in time to about a month ago when Governor Holcomb said in that article from the Associated Press that I read for you on the air, he said the reason that Indiana's COVID numbers were going down was because of the mask mandate. Period. End of story. Bam. That was it. Okay. Well, that's not the case anymore, is it? I already told you back then that didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because the cases went down before the mask mandates went into effect before. So why would all of a sudden the mask mandate get the entire credit for the decline in cases? And if the masks, again, if the masks are the sole reason, according to government leaders in Indiana and some of these health experts, air quote, health experts, because their opinion is the exact opposite opinion of some of the most prestigious epidemiologists in this country and the world. But I digress. Dr. Einertz is certainly as prestigious as some of the most preeminent epidemiologists globally. But you have, you have put yourself in a position to say the masks are the reason that the cases are going down. So when the cases go up, you don't have anybody to blame. You don't have anything to blame. And just running around like an imbecile and trying to say, well, it's because people aren't wearing their mask. No, that's not the case. That is just not the case. Your entire argument about the masks being the reason, the reason, the only reason. They didn't say masks in conjunction with this, this, and this. They didn't say that. They said masks were the reason they went down. Associated Press said that nationally. Then we had a spike. Governor Holcomb said that. In the state of Indiana, we had a spike. Michigan's had a mask mandate for some time, and then they had a Labor Day spike. So, again, this goes back to the basic fundamentals. A critical thinking human being would look at this and go, all right, we did the lockdowns and that didn't work. Uh, we did the mask mandate thing and that didn't work. What other options do we have? That's what a critical thinking individual would do. That's actually what a scientist, a real scientist who is worth their salary would do. They would take a step back and they would go, we've tried exhibit A and exhibit B. They have failed. So let's try something else. But they haven't proposed anything else. They propose to go back to A, which now even the World Health Organization says is a bad idea. All of the data says it's a bad idea to go back into lockdowns. Every single speck of scientific research on the lockdown says they're a waste. Every single one. And you've got a bunch of conflicting information about masks. The only peer-reviewed actual studies on masks that we have predate the pandemic, and they all say masks don't do anything for aerosolized virus. So we've got a bunch of preliminary lab results, some with very problematic methodology, that say masks work, and some that say that they don't. At the end of the day, the one thing that you get the actual experts to agree on is there is very little data showing that masks actually work. But what does it really hurt to do it? So we might as well just give it a go. 
That seems to be the general consensus. We don't have any proof that they do what we say that they do, but we don't have any, th any other options, so let's run with it. This is, again, lazy thinking. For politicians, this is busy work. We have to seem like we're doing something in order to not make the constituents angry, and hopefully they'll vote for us. There is also the problem regarding the more than 30 people opposing the ordinance who were allowed to attend the public hearing without masks. It is clearly posted that everyone entering the county city building is required to wear a mask. We were dismayed by the complete disregard these individuals demonstrated for the county's mask order and for the safety of the other meeting attendees. Einters had to sit among them. The Elkhart County Board of Health recently canceled a meeting on face masks when 50 unmasked protesters showed up. Uh, yeah, but they said that that was because too many people were there and they had to reschedule that thing. We talked with Amy Drake about that, but I digress. Has anybody in any of these meetings where these unmasked people show up, has there been an outbreak associated with those unmasked individuals showing up at the county meetings? Let's just forget it, because right now they're fear-mongering. People are showing up without masks and putting everybody's lives in jeopardy. All right, let's just back up a second. Has there been an outbreak that you can specifically trace to one of those unmasked people at any one of these county meetings? Has there been one? Maybe you should probably just get this thing done and over with, whatever you're going to do, either for or against. Maybe you should just get it done and over with instead of constantly having more meetings where you are admittedly putting yourself at greater risk. Even though none of the people, I think, on this list are in the, um, the, the risk category for the virus, but I digress. There's more to this. And then we have an update from UnmaskedTyranny.com because the, the local activists against the, the mask fine ordinance have also um, made an announcement today. So we'll talk about all of that coming up. And we'll also talk with Brian Kilmeade at 3.30 on News Talk 95.3, Mission News Channel. funniest thing about this viewpoint article is not these individuals who are running around using old debunked platitudes that are well they're empty science is what they are they're pseudoscience really but it's watching the comments the comments are hysteric i actually just posted on the tribune article that i'm just here watching people claim to know science exists that factually doesn't exist while I eat my popcorn because it's really hysterical to watch all of these there, there's multiple studies that show the masks even even masks Totally work against viruses. Mm, nope. I went back and I put up every single peer-reviewed published study on it, and I went through every single one of them on this show. Uh, against droplets? Yeah. Against aerosolized virus? Nope. And I've even pulled up, since they're bringing up the cloth mask thing, and it's a bunch of so-called medical experts are telling you, you can't get bacterial infections from cloth masks. I have several studies that show that you can't, which happened in a hospital environment. Yep. So, again, part of the reason that people don't trust everybody right now is they're not being told the truth. They're being fed a fairy tale and masking what, what well, masking, what masks can really do um, when they can actually be somewhat effective. Uh, what they're doing is, is they're muddying all of that with a fantasy of false security, which is exactly what Dr. Fauci told you in March would happen. And he wasn't alone. There were many medical experts and infectious disease experts way back early in the pandemic that told you this. And all of them have been proven right. Every single one of them. So it's important that, again, you just keep some perspective. Masks are not evil. Yes, I know that the there might be some sinister reasons for some people wanting these masks. I'm just saying the mask itself is not evil. 
Um, and as long as you're cleaning it, on, I, well, you should only use your mask one time and then use a different clean one. Um, yeah, I, there was a funny thing that happened in Michigan. The Michigan Republican Party, which I've already told you is an absolute total mess. The Michigan Republican Party held a press conference here. Was it this last week about their plan of action for the virus? And do you know what they did, including the medical experts? They all went up to the podium. They took off their mask. They talked into the same exact microphone and they set their dirty mask on the dirty podium in the exact same spot as the dirty mask on the dirty podium from the person in front of them, cross-contaminating their mask. You realize 16-year-old kids are taught how to not cross-contaminate when they get their, their food license so they can go work in a restaurant. And here we've got medical experts cross-contaminating their masks on a dirty podium while they're speaking into the same microphone. I, it's Again, it's just funny, right? I don't wish anybody to get ill. It's just, for me, I think it's funny. You got a bunch of people going out there, nope, this is what we need to do totally, and you're just you're cross-contaminating your germs. <laughs> it's not even a three-second rule thing. So anyway, this Viewpoint article from members of the county council talking about how, um, woe is us, poor us, we're getting bullied by the anti-maskers. They, they then say the goal of the public health order is to keep businesses open, keep their employees safe, and allow all St. Joseph County residents the freedom to frequent those businesses knowing that they are better protected from virus transmission. Look, if if uh, if a business doesn't want you to wear one, I, I don't think that the business should be required to have you wear one. Private property and all. It's a little tidbits in the conclusion of it. Um, if you don't want to go into a business, I don't really see this as any different than the smoking argument. Um, if you don't want to go into the business because they don't require everybody to have masks on, that is your right to walk away. 100%. So they go on, it, more woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. All right, so anyway, I go to uh, my email today, and Unmasked Tyranny uh, sends out a, a press release that they are finally suing the health department. So uh, let's see. They found a lawyer. This lawyer has successfully sued against the mayor overreaching his authority in West Lafayette with fines for a mask order. Again, friendly reminder that other places have been struck down in the courts in Indiana for trying to fine people and businesses for masks. Unfortunately, the city council just passed fines soon after anyway, but that was the mayor. So now that we have bought a few more weeks time with the tabled bill, we are pursuing a lawsuit. We specifically will aim our lawsuit at the health department, claiming that they do not have the authority to issue a mask order while they do have the authority to instruct on gloves, disinfectant and masks. Instruct. OK, they do not have the authority to mandate them. There's pros and cons with going forward. Our council could end up passing fines anyway, but we've been successful this long, so who knows? If we win, it would send a strong message to the health department to stop overstepping and would set a great precedent for other localities with the same problems. Every slowdown in this massive power grab by the government into the liberties of Americans is a victory as far as I'm concerned. So that's uh, Amy Drake from Unmasked Tyranny. Now, I also found something interesting in this Viewpoint article, just going back here. They once again, listen to this paragraph very, very carefully, get towards the bottom of it. Please be aware that roughly 40% of individuals who are COVID positive show no symptoms. The mask we wear is to protect others, especially those more vulnerable from exposure. Now, 
What is funny about that is asymptomatic people rarely spread the virus. And they're still making the asymptomatic case. And we've got all of this peer-reviewed research that shows that they rarely spread it. And when they do, it's on the surface. <sighs> Brian Kilmeade from Fox News is coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast on a segment from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Don't forget to check out my new website with store at caseyhendrickson.com. And if you want knives or custom Kydex holsters, go to my other website, asdefense.com. We'll catch you next time.